This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Free FM 89.0. Tuia Mareo Otahapori. Now, Hamilton City Council presents Council Comment. A weekly discussion about civic business, one-on-one with those at the council table. Here's your host, Brian Smith. And a very good morning, everyone. It's a bit of a windy old day out there and looks like it could even get worse, but never mind, it's lovely in the uh, studio here. And with me this morning on the program, we've got Kish Nadu Roth. Kish, welcome. Thank you, Brian. Thank you. That's good to see you here and uh, we'll go from there. Okay. How's things going? You got back onto council, and yes. it's been a busy time. It has been. Uh, it um, it was a, a challenging campaign. I found personally, while uh, working as a councillor, to still you know be on the yeah. campaign trail. Yeah. Uh, very different to the first time round. Um, so I, you know you want to give it all the time possible, but it is quite challenging while you're still working. Yes. Um, but, yeah, no, it has been a very busy time post-election. Yes. Uh, you know, lots of conversations, reconnecting with lots of people. Um, of course, the portfolio work, uh, which um, I've now been appointed chair for community and natural environment, right. um, which is in itself quite a large portfolio. So, yes. you know, just spending this time getting getting to uh, back to the community groups, mm-hmm. reconnecting with lots of stakeholders, um, and preparing for what will be a very busy year next year. <laughs> yes, I think a lot of people get this strange idea that the council is elected and they meet a couple of times each month, and, <laughs> and that's about it. Not at all. <laughs> I'm, I'm aware of that, but um, tell us what sort of things you engage with. Oh, um, uh, it's very diverse. Uh, every day uh, is different. Um, you know, it can be formal meetings within council with briefings or in the chamber. Yep. Um, but there's a lot of um, meetings out in the community, um, especially within the community portfolio. Uh, you know, we um, I've made a point to uh, visit community houses uh, this side of Christmas. So I'm working my way around all our community houses, finding yes. out how they're going, um, how they're coping in the current economic environment yep. um, and, uh, you know, what gaps there might exist and how council might assist. Mm. So, um, you know, that's just one side of it. <laughs> and um, But, yeah, lots of meetings. And then uh, on on the other side, you've got uh, constituents, you know, people in the community yes. who actually want to speak to you about their concerns. Mm. So it's, it's it can be quite busy, uh, but it's always fun and interesting and diverse and keeps you on your toes. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you it does too. So have you got, what, what is your sort of portfolio as it were? Yeah, so um, community and natural environment. It's, um, um, you might remember uh, last term environment was uh, separate in its own portfolio, but uh, Mayor Paula has, um, um, it's, it's kind of absorbed into community and uh, partially into infrastructure. All right. So, uh, you know, climate um, covers the entire council now and everything we do. Right. So it's not just uh, confined to one portfolio anymore. Um, so within community, uh, lots of stuff. Uh, we've got our visitor destinations. Yes. So that's the museum, the zoo and the gardens. Oh, yes. Uh, we've got aquatics, mm. you know, water world and our yes. partner pools. Wow. Uh, we've got community houses, community groups, 
sector engagement. So with the disabled community, ethnic, um, Maori, iwi, um, and um, our youth and seniors. Mm-hmm. Um, and our playgrounds, sports facilities, Absolutely, indoor yeah. recreation, um, all the fun stuff. Yes. Well, <laughs> all the stuff I'm really excited yeah. about. <laughs> get out there and enjoy it. Yeah. I, I've got family live out at... Uh, Kofi, uh, anyway, and uh, they they are out there just past the zoo a little bit. But there's been a lot of work done mm-hmm. in the zoo and putting up things here and there. I think it looks like they might be on the finishing stage of that. But why um, Wakariki, isn't it? That, yes, that's going to be built up. And yes, um, so Waifakariki is um, one of its kind um, in terms of biodiversity and um, uh, really getting it back to um, you know pre-European times. Um, the amount of planting that's going on in Waifakariki is just phenomenal. Um, you're right, there has been some roadworks around the zoo. Uh, we've um, upgraded those um, those roading corridors, uh, improved yep. safety for cyclists and pedestrians. Yes. Um, but also, you might have seen the zoo itself has had a brand new entry yes. precinct. Yes. It looks amazing. The playground if you know when when you've got young kids and you know i'm sure you take the grandies along and yeah. they love that playground uh it's got a new cafe uh you know yes, really I cool vibe to it i must go in there you have yes. to and, and um, the best part is you don't have to you know go into the zoo to use the cafe it's actually right. p- accessible to the public right um so you know exciting things happening with our zoo and uh in the future we're looking at how we can actually bundle the zoo and waifakariki as as a combined offering, yeah. um, you know, promoting conservation mm. and, um, you know, getting school groups through, we already do, but getting, you know, more, more of that education side yes. of it. Oh, that's really wonderful. And of course, at the other end of town, you've got the Hamilton Gardens, which are world-renowned. It is. And there's lots of exciting stuff in that space too. Yep. Um, so the, the gardens are going through uh, project development for a, a new entry precinct. And you might remember the Hamilton Gardens management plan that's been ongoing. Oh, yes. Um, and so it's uh, looking at how we actually get stuff done. Um, everything takes a long time to happen, as you probably know. <laughs> yes. uh, so the entry precinct is looking at um, next year. Yes. Um, because there will be a conversation about charging uh, fees oh. into our themed gardens uh, for people who don't live in Hamilton. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, the gardens is our, you know, Jewel in the Crown, yes. and uh, it's a lot of people come to Hamilton to to it's visit done, our yeah. amazing gardens. Yes. And so it's really, you know, we want to still maintain that community feel, but it also has a lot of um, economic prospects to it and yes. uh, in benefiting the city. One of the things I'm glad you didn't do was uh, turn that... Uh, big lawn where they hold <laughs> events into a car park. Yes, uh, that was quite early last term. Yeah. I remember just being elected and that was one of the first things on the agenda. And um, I'm also glad uh, we love the Roto Lawn. Yeah. Um, you know, events like Gome in the Gardens um, and it's, um, it's, uh, it's, you know, it's um, treasured yes. by lots of Hamiltonians. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, we're not... Um, going to hide away from the fact that we do have a parking challenge yeah, <laughs> um, at the gardens and, um, and at the zoo. Um, and so there's always the balance of, you know, we want to promote these 
um, destinations, yes. but there's a capacity limit in terms of parking. parking and yes. so how do we make it more accessible to people who yes. can cycle or walk or catch the bus, but how do we get public transport to actually work with us yes. and go, you know, can we have regular buses coming in on the weekends? And, um, Good idea. Yeah, so yeah. there's lots of conversations that are happening. <laughs> Hopefully well, something happens soon. Soon. <laughs> well, I, I know I always park in that upper car park up top and mm. just walk down and uh, it's usually got room in there but if you go down to the bottom there it's yeah. chock a block <laughs> it is it is and and it's and uh, coming into summer yep. uh, you know you have a nice sunny day it there doesn't need to be an event and it's full yep. you can't get a park in there so um we are having conversations with the staff as we speak yes um into some Temporary measures, but also long-term solutions. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be a lot there. And there's the river, of course. I see the uh, the uh, chap that was running boats up and down there is folded up. And uh, is there anything else going to go on the river? I know when I came here, there was a great big uh, pedal steamer thing. I remember, yes. Yeah. Um, I hope so. Uh, you know, council, we haven't... Uh, council itself hasn't looked at you know, operating anything okay, on the river. Right. Um, but we are responsible for the infrastructure along the river. Yep. So the new jetties and things like that, um, so that public can access it. Uh, but I'm hopeful, we're all hopeful that there will be another operator that comes along and um, and and you know looks at um, yeah. using the river for transport or recreation. Yeah. Um, I think that there's uh, large opportunities uh, in using the yeah. river more. Yeah. And um, now that we've got that amazing jetty, that's stunning, Absolutely. you know, with the museum Absolutely. and um, and all, you know, we've just got approval for that new um, bridge, oh, uh, pedestrian that's, that's bridge, good. going across there, and it's going to open up that entire precinct yes. with Memorial Park and Piranha Park and. You know, you've got the museum and um, and just making it more family friendly and yeah. accessible and bringing more life to that area. Oh, good, yeah. good value there. I think Definitely, a lot of thoughts gone into it. But there was, you know, we were wondering whether we we're going to get the foot and bridge and that sort of thing. But we have. Yes, got... I think it was last week that announcement oh. came through. Oh, yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a goer for that because you can wander across the other side have a. Yes. Over there yeah. and come back this way, you know, exactly, and um, and something that's safe, you know, for yep. um, especially the little ones. Um, Hamilton is such a young city. Our yes. average age is thirty-two, so you know, lots of young families making Hamilton home now. Yeah, and um, it's important that we cater to all ages, and. Um, you're, you're right. You know, when you want to just go out for a stroll and want to catch a coffee, but go to the playground or go to yep. Memorial Park for a walk or come back across into town <laughs> and have some lunch or whatever it may be. Sounds good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely there. One of the big issues, too, is the uh, these ram raids and the all that going on. Has the council faced up to that or done anything about it or can they? Um, there are a few uh, things going on in that space. I mean, council can't, we can't do it on our own. No. It's a much larger issue than council can deal with. Mm -hmm. You've got, um, you know, on one hand, uh, the social issues and, um, you know, the, the issues around youth 
itself yeah. uh, and then the security measures and consequences and the justice system you know on the yeah. other side yeah. so uh, it's a it's a very large and complex issue um, I know that Mayor Paula has been leading the safest city task force with okay. um, police yep. and um, you would have heard the million dollar um, funding yeah, that's come that. through yeah. from central government yep. it's it's a match funding um, sort of setup so you know I mean we don't Council doesn't have a million dollars lying around to just match this, <laughs> but uh, we are working with lots of other stakeholders into yes. how we can maximize it. Yes. Um, and that will go into things like, you know, CCTV upgrades and expansion yeah. and, and other security measures. Mm. Um, so Mayor Paul is doing amazing work in that oh, space. Right. The other uh, side of it is the grassroots level. So yeah. um, in terms of uh, my portfolio, it does cover a bit of youth um, work yep. and uh, we're looking at developing um, a Hamilton, a citywide youth action plan quite quickly. Um, and what we're looking at is um, what exists already in the city okay, in terms yep. of programs and wraparound services. First, we mm, get a stock take. Going on anyway. Exactly, there's so many programs and funding streams and a lot happening. But I think that council can play a role in uh, bringing it all together, yes. uh, facilitating better delivery and outcomes, uh, and also identifying gaps. So we go, you know, this is actually what's not being met. So how mm. do we make that happen? Yep. Um, because, um, you know, like I said, it's a very complex issue, yep. um, but it's something we can definitely address um, as a community together. Right. Mm -hmm. And of course, another, you were talking about growth. The other growth thing is the uh, Peacock's development. Mm -hmm. That's going ahead pretty well and uh, relies on that bridge being finished. Any ideas when that's going to happen? Ah, uh, finish date. I cannot remember off the top of my head. I did visit the bridge about a month ago <laughs> during our induction. And wow, uh, phenomenal. Yeah. Um, you know, just to, to stand there and you realize the scale of the project. Yes. Um, even standing at the bottom, you know, near the river edge, looking yes. up at the bridge, it's enormous. And, you know, to know that... Um, such uh, a project of such scale has been going on just down the road. Yes. Um, and, uh, you know, the amount of work and hours and effort that would have gone into it, it's definitely going to be an iconic bridge for our city. Yes. And um, you're right, it will open up that peacock cell um, and development. Yes. And um, well, I'm glad they're getting on with it, it because I came here, but to Hamilton 27 years ago, mm -hmm. and they were talking about it then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but but now we're into it. It's very slow. Uh, there's a lot of planning that goes into opening up greenfield development, sure. as I'm sure you'd appreciate. Yes. Um, you know, it's not just the the pipes and the roads and the pathways, and but you have to look at yes, infrastructure as well as community services and amenities, and then access uh, and uh, if, and you know working with developers and um, to actually bring yeah. it to life. So it can take you know. Yes. Years for that to happen. I think if it landed on my desk, I'd probably have a mental breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there we go. And uh, how are the rates going to be? Is there any change in the rates pro projected at the stage? Um, at the moment, we, I mean, long-term plan um, that we're in, we're going into the, you know, we're discussing yep. uh, the annual plan uh, for next year, July. Uh, very early conversations about that. Um, there is um, the the... The rate rise that's already 
budgeted for. Yeah. Um, and there are conversations about whether that is adequate or not. Um, council is very aware of cost pressures that families are facing at the moment. Yes. And it's, um, you know, how do we um, maintain our levels of service, um, you know, yeah. without it hurting um, families. Families and things like that, yes. Mm. It's, a, it's a big one, really. And uh, I've often thought about, you know, how do we get on with this? Um, looking at the inner city development, is that going ahead with, uh, I was told, that six storeys high, a couple of shops on the first and second, some offices on the third and fourth, and living on the fifth and sixth and that sort of thing? Yes, uh, there's a lot happening in our city. Um, Various projects that are ongoing. Um, there are a few high-rise buildings, hotels uh, in the pipeline, mm. um, which will come online in the next year or two. Yep. Uh, probably not soon enough with right. FIFA coming in July, <laughs> unfortunately, but uh, they, are, they are ongoing. Lots mm. of projects. And with, um, you know, we've got that um, grant that's Grant that's just come through from central government yes. for our um, infrastructure in the central city, yeah. uh, which is very exciting for us because it enables um, the, set, the central city to grow. Start going. Um, yeah. There will be some growing pains. There will be some disruption uh, in the city while we upgrade the infrastructure. But long term, you know, we're wanting thousands of people to live in the city. Yes. And it's how we enable that. Yes, I know a lady who was doing things with it, not bad things, but (laughs) in a business sense. But they were living out by the airport and they sold that bit of land in the house. And they're living in London Street now in a... Apartment. In, in apartment, that. Mm. And she says, it's marvellous. You can just walk around the corner and get fish and chips. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that sort of thing, you know. And, and I think there's a huge market for that. You know, people who are um, retiring age. Yes. Uh, wanting to be close to, uh, um, you know. Facilities. F- to facilities and healthcare and food and, and still be a part of, um, you know, the, mm. the liveliness in the city. Absolutely. And, um, but people who want quality apartments too. Yep. Um, so there's a huge market for it, especially in a city that's growing as fast as ours. Yes. Um, and aging as fast as ours. <laughs> um, definitely a market for it. It's certainly uh, grown a heck of a lot even since I've been here. You know, it used to go up to uh, Flagstaff. And that was it. <laughs> Thomas Road was out in the country. Now yeah, look yeah. at it, you know, it's just, and you've got your business up there. Yes, uh, Rotatuna has grown exponentially and very fast. Yes. Um, my in-laws were one of the first to build in Rotatuna when uh, Thomas Road was still, you know, in being the, developed. Yes. Um, and, um, yeah, we've, I've been in the business there for uh, 13 years now. Yeah. And, um, you know, I've seen it grow yes. very quickly and, and it's still growing. Oh, um, along Horsham Downs Road, there's massive development at the moment. Yes. And, um, and it's a lot of uh, medium to high density living. So a lot more people in that area. Um, the schools, of course, at capacity and, mm-hmm. um, and how do we work with the ministry to, yeah. to ease things there. And, um, you know, council is looking at travel planning around those schools. Yes. Um, there's massive congestion issues in Rotatuna around, um, um, you know, junior high, junior, yep. senior high, Tetotra. There's about five schools in that area. Um, but also with the Borman Road extension, which is um, starting, yep. um, I think that's going to be a game changer right. uh, because it will connect, uh, you know, Borman Road will extend and connect from Horsham Downs um, to the school. Wow. And um, it'll... Uh, 
divert traffic from Moonlight Drive onto that road yes. and actually give people their residential streets back. Good. Um, and, you know, have safe walking and cycling for always, people to get always around. In, always mm. important. I went up there one day to have a good look around and I got myself lost. <laughs> <laughs> Finally followed the road that I thought I knew and came I don't out. blame you. Uh, you know, the, the Rotatuna Village, all of that's new. Yeah. Um, massive development with the library, skate park, right. um, and uh, playground. Yes. Um, which those residents have been waiting for and many years in, for. And as in schools as well. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And, um, uh, you know, we, we don't... Uh, with those greenfield developments, um, the building happened so fast <laughs> and then council couldn't quite keep up with the community facility side. Right. Um, but we are there. And if you, I don't know if you've seen the new library coming up in Rotatuna. It's a, a one of its kind. It's a community hub. Um, and oh, it's amazing design and so much uh, for all ages in the community. Oh, how good. Mm. And that's lovely to see that. I live in uh, Dinsdale, which is uh, um, sort of a place that's slowly growing. Yeah. It's got shopping centre and that there, but uh, on an older, smaller scale, I think. Yes, and um, we are looking at that side of town as well. Yes. Um, because, you know, with Peacock opening quite soon uh, and more growth expected there so it's looking at Glenview um, at the library there at Hillcrest um, and how we um, maximize those sites um, and provide that community amenity. Well that's really good isn't it to get that done there Mm. and uh, so from there we've got the uh, River Ferry we've talked about that and uh, the new theatre how's that coming along? Good Um, Uh, yeah. We drove past the other day and big (laughs) crane there and stuff. any any expected date for finish? I wouldn't know. Um, no, fair I enough. think it was twenty four. Um, yeah. We did visit it during our induction tour about a month ago, and we got to go on site and have a look at it. Mm-hmm. And again, you know, the scale of the project is mind blowing. Quite, quite immense. Um, yeah. And you know, from Victoria Street, you see the wall, just the facade. That's right. And um, behind it is it actually goes quite deep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Yep. And you can't tell from the road, uh, <laughs> but it's it's huge, yes. and it's going to uh, you know bring huge benefit to Hamilton. Yes, and um, yes, yeah, so much to look forward to. Well, I'm looking forward to uh, to being there, and uh, hope I don't die before then. <laughs> oh gosh! <laughs> uh, but we went to the uh, the, the um, ballet recently over at uh, the Glow Box. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even know the glow box was there. <laughs> That's how, I didn't get that side of town. But it, uh, it went pretty well, actually. Yes. Um, was it Swan Lake? Or? Swan Lake, yeah. Yes. I, um, I didn't get to go to it, but I heard it was amazing. Yes. And, um, you know, um, um, venues like Glowbox, uh, you know, it offers so much for... Um, for Hamilton yeah. and for conferences, and it's a different offering compared yeah. to the, what the theatre will bring. Yes, I know. Um, but yeah, I often go to Glowbox usually for the kids' shows. Oh, right. Because, okay. you know, my kids are quite little, and yes. when the Wiggles come to town, we're always there. <laughs> but no, not so much the ballet yet. <laughs> yes. No, it was lovely in there, and uh, having not seen it before for a while, and the last time we saw it was in Clarence Street. They did the Nutcracker, mm. but it was just too 
crammed. They did it very well considering, but it was pretty tight. Mm. <laughs> no, we're very lucky to have Claudelands and, you know, yeah. Glowbox Arena. And um, it's quite a versatile space. It can be broken into so many, you know, different yes. variations. And uh, I've seen the team transform the space in a day. Um, you know, sometimes they've got massive events with 500 plus people and sit down dinners and, yeah. and, and they work 24 seven to turn those events around. Um, so people may think that it's, you know, quiet or not being used as much, but there's a lot that goes in behind the scenes and yes. in the, in the building. Yes. I, the only thing we saw that was a disadvantage was parking and it was a bit tight there where we were parking and uh, but other than that you mm. know and there's just facilities or room i think to put in more parking over yeah during and. those massive events um the team opens up the field uh, yes. on claudelands yes um and so you know with the home show and things uh parking is usually on the on the grass oh yes um, so it might not have been open for the ballet or you know no. smaller events oh, yeah. um but usually it's the massive field that's oh, used right. for parking fair enough too oh well there we are that's a, a great one that's come along and uh, we look forward to the big one on the main street it'll really open up that end of town i think it will it will bring um life to that side of town and um you know open up the river again yeah um and connect with victoria on the river yeah. and um you know create we're looking at boardwalks to to connect that whole space right. and um ah oh, it's you know it's it's, it's going really, to change uh, our city really good. Mm. well time's nearly running out on this is there any one thing you would like to touch on at the moment um, no, just that, you know, uh, looking forward to uh, having a couple of weeks off soon <laughs> and uh, catching our breath from what has been yeah. a very busy year and campaign period. Yes. Um, and then getting stuck into it uh, next year. Next year, mm. yes. I'm uh, decided in bringing the council comment opens on the 3rd of February. Mm -hmm. So that's a Friday and we'll get underway for the whole year then. Yes, yes. <laughs> and, we've, uh, we've, we'll probably try to get everybody in two or three times just through the year mm -hmm. and we'll have a chat. And uh, uh, no Rob Pascoe's gone. Has that been uh, uh, created any difficulties from the financial point of view or is there a new person doing it? Um, we've got Maxine as the chair of finance now, oh, Maxine Van Oosten. Yes, I know. And that. her deputy is Moko. All right. So um, we haven't quite had committee meetings as yet. We we do miss Rob and his his questioning, <laughs> and um, but yeah, I'm confident that Maxine can um, can Bring pick that up. And yeah, yeah. Uh, the the thing to remember too is that um, our staff in council are incredible. Yes, um, very knowledgeable. Um, you know, and yeah. and they're the ones who really provide the information we need. Um, yeah. So I'm very confident that we'll be okay. Well, they were the ones I was talking to uh, during the election period, you know, and that I was talking to various ones from the council. And it yes. was quite enlightening. And they're a jolly good team. They are. They're so passionate yeah. about their work and about Hamilton. Yep. They're just, you know, they're, they, they're all working towards that same vision and, you know, improving the well-being of Hamiltonians. We they live by it. Yes. Um, so you would have you would have felt their passion when you interviewed them. Absolutely. <laughs> well, there we go. Better let you go now. You've got another place to go um, to immediately. It's, yeah. It's, it's on twelve o'clock now. Thank you. And uh, let you go to that. Uh, awesome. Fish. Yeah. It's Thank been you, lovely Brian. to have you on this morning. Thank you. Um, I, I always enjoy coming in. Good. <laughs> I look forward to seeing you a few times during the year. Definitely. And uh, go well and have a great Christmas. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Brian. Okay. Go well. God bless.
Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com/freefm89 to find out more.